Hello, I am your host Daniel, you're listening to Daniel Ball Wrestling. Today on the show we're going to be talking about last night's WWE Raw. It was the April 5th show, um, yeah, it was It was a show, weren't it? It wasn't the, uh, wasn't the best go-home show you're likely to see to a WrestleMania, but, well, it was a show, weren't it? I mean... It was a long two hours, do you know what I mean? I mean, obviously, I didn't watch it live because, fortunately, I'm in the UK, so I don't actually have to watch these shows over a span of a three-hour period like you guys in the States, so I can come back from work today and watch the show in that way, which is a lot more easier. All the adverts I can cut out myself, but it's, I tell you, it's still a long two hours trying to watch Raw. Um, but which is why each week I've decided now to do a Raw recap show, so at least I feel like there's sort of a point to watching the show, whereas in previous times I'm watching it thinking, what am I doing watching this on a Tuesday afternoon, but yeah. Um, we're going to be reviewing the show shortly, just a quick update, as I say, it's WrestleMania week, so I'm sure you're all aware of. This channel, we're doing a special for WrestleMania week where we will be doing a podcast each day. Tomorrow's podcast is going to be talking tonight's Hall of Fame and previewing night one of TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Thursday, I will be back to review the night before's TakeOver Stand and Deliver. I'm planning on staying up till, what what will it be, about 3am the show will finish in the UK. So I'll probably stay up and record a show Thursday morning talking about night one of Stand and Deliver. Um, Friday, I'll be reviewing Dynamite from the Wednesday and reviewing night two of NXT TakeOver, obviously I have some rating news thrown in there, Saturday we'll be doing a show talking about the Smackdown, well the Wrestlemania theme Smackdown which will have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and the Smackdown Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match and then obviously Saturday I'm pondering, I'm considering, I'm not sure whether it's worth doing it, it's going to be hard work, the Wrestlemania is going to finish about 4am, half past 4, considering doing a live post show but that obviously depends on whether or not I actually make it to that point. And then, yeah, we'll have a review on Sunday for night two. But, yeah, let's get into it. The main topic, the main, I don't know, topic of conversation coming out of that Raw last night for me, it just dawned on me even further if it hadn't already. Drew McIntyre, people might disagree with this. Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley is not a WrestleMania main event worthy match now it's not to say that i dislike either guy far from it i think drew definitely one of the standouts of this whole pandemic era lashley the we couldn't work out all year why he was being booked so strong but lashley was booked strong all year all year but when you mix the two together for me you go back to the wrestlemanias of the past which is probably never a good idea but rock versus austin HBK angle, Undertaker versus HBK, I'm thinking of WrestleManias that I've been at, even Roman versus Lesnar, which at the time wasn't the main event people wanted to see, I was there in New Orleans when people shat all over the match, I was there in San Francisco, Santa Clara, where people didn't give a shit about the match going into it, but on paper that was a big match, on paper this is not a big match, in execution the feud has not Made it feel like a big match. It's been thrown together, as I said to on yesterday's preview show. Um, we did a two-night preview of WrestleMania. So go and check that one out in the uh, it's on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, the previous video. But Drew McIntyre, Lashley, it was thrown together. If they'd have built this feud 
like they built Drew versus Sheamus from November. There was a lot of work that had gone into it. There was a full story. However, this has not been a full story. This all pretty much started, what, a month ago at Elimination Chamber? The whole Lashley-Drew feud has basically been crammed into three weeks. And it's just been, it's been rushed and it just... I can't, I know, like, I read a lot of people on Twitter saying, oh, Lashley's great, Lashley's great. Listen, Bobby Lashley, age 44, whatever age he is, he shouldn't be going on last at WrestleMania. People might say, oh, Sasha and Bianca might be main event, and that's irrelevant. This is your WWE Championship match at WrestleMania, a huge WrestleMania where fans are back for the first time in a year. They should have a huge match for the WWE title. But Drew versus Bobby Lashley, I mean... We'll get into the Raw show. And Raw actually opened. And, and Drew, Drew comes out there. And as I say, I'm a, I'm a fan of Drew McIntyre. I think he's been great over the, this last year. He comes out. He cuts a promo about how like Lashley isn't going to be able to beat him at WrestleMania. And that he was talking quite emotionally. You could tell he, he got caught for a second. He was talking about how years ago his mum was going through chemo. And he wanted to return home to see how she was doing. But his mum said, no, I'll kick your ass if you come back. And he had to stay and he had to work for this. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is a great babyface promo. This is the promo that you needed before Mania. MVP and Lashley come out. They interrupt it. Lashley says it also took him 16 years. He can relate. And then they go back and forth. We have Corbin coming out, cutting his bland, as usual, Baron Corbin promo. Saying, look, Drew won't make it to WrestleMania because I'm going to take him out tonight. And so much happened during this, it sort of took away from that Drew McIntyre promo. The, the show should have just had Drew out there, cutting his promo, his, his money, babyface promo going into Mania. But by the time it had finished, you'd almost forgot about his promo because he was just too busy building towards the fact that Corbin was going to take out Drew tonight, which we all knew wasn't going to happen. I mean, just sums it up, doesn't it? The main event of WrestleMania is Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and Bobby Lashley in the mix. This is like Vince McMahon's wet dream. If this was all in front of... If this road to WrestleMania was in front of live crowds, they would not be putting up with this. They would, this is just Vince's guys, and it's going to take time for him to get used to not booking for the Thunderdome people. Do you know what I mean? Where he can control them. Crowds... Do you know what I mean? Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin. Yeah, it was a good match, but... Is that really your hot go-home angle that's going to get people to buy you WrestleMania pay-per-view or buy, subscribe to Peacock? No, it wasn't. But, yeah, I thought Drew's promo was strong, but it all the shit that happened after it, it just sort of took away from it for me. Um, we've got a few people in the chat. We've got Ryan. How are you doing, Ryan? Did you enjoy Raw last night, Ryan? Did you enjoy Raw? Um, we've got JSBR. C7, one of the worst Mania builds ever. Yeah, I, can, I agree, it has been. I mean, there's not been... I mean, I feel like every year everyone's like, oh, this road to WrestleMania's been garbage. But when you actually look back, there's been some decent ones, haven't there? There has been. I mean, one of the ones that stands out for go-home seconds was that Roman and Brock. Do you remember where they was having the tug-of-war over the belt? That wasn't too great. But if you go back, there has been decent builds to Mania. There's been a much better go-home shows than this as well. And it, for me, it just... Just didn't deliver for a go. If this was a standard Raw taking place in a down period, say like September, October, you'd be like, ah, it was alright, do you know what I mean? But for a go-home WrestleMania, you want to give us more, do you know what I mean? I mean, the show itself was taped, but 
it was just, I was very disappointed. I was hoping they'd get me in that WrestleMania mood, but they, they, they just failed to do so pretty badly. Um, but we'll get into the show. I'm not going to touch on everything, because there's too much, too much. This is my first time doing an actual Raw review. I don't know what I'm letting myself in for doing this, but going forward the podcast, we're going to do a Raw review on a Tuesday. So make sure you subscribe to the channel for that. Every Tuesday, there will be a review of Monday Night Raw. Set maybe next Tuesday. Beer Gardens open, so it might be a little rough, but and every Thursday we'll be reviewing AEW Dynamite for about 20, 25 minutes. But yeah, too much happens. Well, too much stuff takes place on Raw. I wouldn't call it too much stuff happens because not actually a lot happens. But first match of the night was Xavier Woods against AJ Styles. Obviously, this is building towards the tag team match. Xavier and Kofi against AJ and Omos at Mania. I fully expect, I was saying this on the preview show yesterday, I fully expect AJ and Omos to take the win, and this just solidified this, because the match, it's only been going like five minutes. AJ has a calf crusher on Xavier. Kofi throws his mic at Omos. Omos chases him into the ring. AJ breaks the calf crusher, and you could see this. This was choreographed a mile off. I was sat there and I thought... Kofi's going to schoolboy him, not Kofi, Xavier's going to schoolboy him for the win here. It's exactly what happened, made, made AJ look like a geek, didn't do anything for either team, Xavier gets the pin on AJ, this was no good, no good at all. Um, another something else I want to touch on, there was a Fiend versus Randy Orton video package, and I found this interesting, um, the video package ends, it emphasises the statement that Alexa Bliss made last week, and that is... The WrestleMania, the legend killer dies. I think they did two of these video packages throughout the show. So the match is being centered around the fact that the legend killer dies at WrestleMania. So I'm telling you, they're going to do something when maybe not the ring, but something is going to blow up. They're going to try and do this to try and kill Randy Orton. And they're going to, I can just see him doing it to get back at AEW. Just get something over AEW for them failing, obviously, with the explosions um, in the Kenny Omega-John Moxley match at Revolution. Um, something else I want to say. We got a Braun Strowman promo. Now, Braun Strowman has been messed up. I liked Braun Strowman when he first burst onto the scene. Remember, he did all the squash matches around 2016. And then 2017, at the start of 2017, Braun Strowman was pretty hot. I think there was rumours of him maybe being invoked into like a big match at that mania. But he was feuding with the Big Show, if you remember. Um, and they had a really, really... Probably my favourite Braun Strowman match ever. Except maybe that fatal four-way at SummerSlam. But they had a really strong steel cage match, him and Big Show, believe it. And it was honestly a really good match. About Probably about a four-star match. It was a great match. So Braun is capable of putting on a really good cage match. So don't be surprised if this match at Mania does turn out to be good. But Braun comes out and he took he, he actually, to be fair to him, cuts a really strong babyface, passionate promo, which is pretty good considering this feud has been centered around Shane McMahon calling him stupid. But the promo was really good. But the problem was, I'm thinking, I find it hard to you telling me, do you know what I mean, that you're using like clever puns like, oh, here comes the money at WrestleMania. It's going to be here comes the body bag. But he's saying that at WrestleMania, he's going to fight for all those people that have been bullied, that have been labelled stupid. And it's hard to believe it because they've turned him babyface to heel. Babyface to heel. Babyface to heel. It's like when he first came onto the scene, he was a heel 2016, yeah? Then they turned him babyface with the whole Nicholas thing at WrestleMania. Then he went back heel... 
He got like, put in a faction or something, didn't he? Then he went back babyface to take the belt off Goldberg at last year's Mania. Then he went back heel, and now he's back babyface. That's six or seven turns. This is Big Show level amount of turning of turns, and it's you, you struggle to buy it. Um, the promo was strong though from Braun. Did like it. Um, Braun run th runs through Elias and Jackson Riker. Is it in a handicap match? Um, so yeah, that was that was all right. The promo was good, but the handicap match didn't really do anything for me. Uh, Miz and Morrison. This was just lazy. Miz and Morrison. They throw paint over um, Bad Bunny's Bugatti, and it's just like, look, I feel like this whole throwing paint over car stuff's been going on for years. How many years was it since Kofi Kingston trashed up Randy Orton's custom-made car? What was that? 2008, 13 years ago, I'm sure there was stuff before that, but that was the first thing that springs to mind, I'm sure it's happened before, I'm sure someone probably trashed Eddie Guerrero's um, car at some of, some point or other, but yeah, it's just lazy booking, lazy, it's uncreative, something they always go back to, it's just cheap, and so yeah, they're basically law bad bunny. Um, to the car, he sees the paint, they attack him, and it's like, they're trying to do a vicious beatdown, it's like, after all the comedy that Miz and Morrison have done this year, yeah, and even before that, are we really supposed to buy them as this aggressive act? Because it just didn't seem to work. You can't take them seriously. Um, later on in the show, this was the one of the interesting takeaways of the show. I think this was the right way to go. Um, they basically have Damien Priest and Bad Bunny are out in the ring, and Damien Priest says, look, you like doing things two-on-one at WrestleMania. Challenge, we challenge you to a tag team match. So they have actually made the right decision of having um, Bad Bunny and Damon Priest team up to take on John Morrison and The Miz. Because as I said yesterday on the preview show, this match somehow needs to be all about trying to get Damon Priest over. Bad Bunny's probably not going to be in WWE after WrestleMania, yeah? The Miz and Morrison are going to go back. Well, they already are back to be in mid-card Joe Cax. So Damian Priest, let's hope that they can get Damian Priest with some momentum coming out of this. My only fear is if that live audience in Tampa do boo Bad Bunny, which the WrestleMania crowds have been known to do for these celebrities, and Damian Priest helps him win, is that going to make him babyface? I don't know, we'll see. But definitely having Damian Priest and John Morrison in the match is going to help the overall match quality. It's going to help Damian Priest hopefully get over. And yeah, John Morrison, he did have an injury, didn't he? I think that's why the match was put on the shelf to begin with. He must have um, overcame that. Um, we we got Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. They defeated Oscar and Rhea Ripley. This was, uh, it was a bit dumb for me. I think It was a long match. And I'm I was watching this thinking, look, you really need Rhea to get a victory in this match. She's not actually won a match, I, I don't think, off the top of my head. Since being in the main roster, which sounds ridiculous. She's not actually won a match, finished second in the Rumble. And she's just in the title match for the women's Raw Women's title, which is a bit... Do you know what I mean? She needed to just go over some people. But instead, they had to get heat on her. Rhea basically attacks Oscar after this long match. Throws her in the ring. And Oscar wins. And I don't know why they're bothering with having Rhea Ripley as a heel. Why are they bothering? Rhea Ripley... Over as crazy in NXT. That crowd at WrestleMania are not going to boo Rhea Ripley. They're not. I don't understand why they're not telling the story of, look, a year ago, she was hoping to come out in front of that live crowd, make a main roster debut or whatever, defend the NXT title. So I suppose it wouldn't be a main roster debut. But anyway, she was scheduled to wrestle Charlotte. There was all them images, videos of her in the stadium. And it got taken away from her because of COVID, yeah? So you tell the story of a year later... 
She's going to right the wrongs of last year, come back, go into Raymond James Stadium and dethrone Oscar for the title. But instead, they've gone with the heel. The heel route. Why is she a heel? Why is she a heel? It was such an easy story to tell. I know they struggle to tell these stories. Rhea Ripley should not be a heel going into her debut match at WrestleMania. But whether she's heel or not, the crowd are going to cheer when hopefully she captures the belt off Oscar. Um, on, is it Sunday? Yeah, it's Sunday, isn't it? Um... But yeah, we get Lashley chokes out Cedric and Shelton. I'm not sure why they split up the Hurt business. Lashley actually had a seven to eight minute match here with Cedric, which I thought was weird. But he chokes both of them out. And yeah, that was it. Nothing to write home about here. We had a Matt Riddle versus Mustafa Ali match. It was a good match. You know what I mean? It was it, it, it was fine. It was good. Um, Riddle wins with the bro Derek. Um, Sheamus puts over Riddle on commentary. Saying that, look, the guy's great in the ring, but I'm better, which is what you do. A veteran like Seamus knows that's what you do when you're on commentary. Riddle gets the win in a pretty good match. Um, and they just stare each other out, as was the theme of the night. Let's stare out our opposition as we head towards Mania. These two will have a really, really good match at Mania, I think. As I say, they had a great match on Raw. Main event of Raw. I probably missed some stuff out. If I didn't include it in the show, it's because it wasn't worth talking about. Speaking of not worth talking about, right, I was, I've just put this on Twitter before. So on night one of WrestleMania, we're having four teams in a number one contenders match for the women's tag team titles, yeah, on night two. So I don't understand how a number one contenders match for a tag team title can be deemed WrestleMania worthy, but the actual proper SmackDown tag team titles aren't deemed worthy enough for the main show. As I just put on Twitter, if I'm Rey Mysterio, if I'm Dolph Ziggler, if I'm the Street Profits, one of the hottest tag teams, a really hot act in the company, I'm thinking, why am I not worthy enough to be on this Mania card? I thought the whole point of having it two nights, or one of the main positives of it should be, you can get everyone on. Instead, these poor bastards are going to be on the Thunderdome. Do you know what I mean? If I'm main event, main event Jey Uso isn't worthy enough for even I at Mania. He's had a great year, and instead of that, he's going to be in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on fucking SmackDown. But, yeah. Anyway, I think that's stupid, but I, I suppose they want to get as many women's matches on the card as possible by the looks of it. Uh, main event of Raw, you go home. The big go home match, the go home angle. It's Drew versus Baron Corbin. They actually numerous times alluded to the fact that, look, Drew is in the main event at WrestleMania. I mean, I think the Observer, Brian Alvarez, he was reporting that Sasha Bianca is expected to close the show on Saturday night. Despite what I've said, it should be... Drew should be closing this show with the fireworks and the belt. That's the whole reason why they took the belt off him, put it on the Miz, we had to go through all that, back to Lashley so Drew could get his big win. Maybe they'll have it open the show. I do think the Drew-Lashley match will be a good match. I'm not saying it won't be a good match, but WrestleMania main event worthy. It is not. There's nothing on that night one for me that should be worthy of main event in Mania. Maybe Sasha and Bianca, but the feud's been horrible. So, um, yeah. To be fair to Drew and Corbin, though, this match, it was actually a good match. Um, I did think Baron Corbin took slightly too much against a guy who is 
we're assuming main event in Mania. Corbin is Corbin even on the card? Maybe he's in the Battle Royal. So Corbin's not even on two nights of WrestleMania. He doesn't need to be taking 70, 80% of this match. Was good match. We had Drew kicking out of like the deep six and stuff. MVP passes um, Corbin as Kane because he says it's not about winning the match. It's about taking out Drew McIntyre before Mania. This obviously leads. Drew needed a distraction finish. Apparently Claymore, one, two, three. Drew beats Corbin as we all expected. Do we get anything? A big go home? No, we just hear the almighty's music as Bobby Lashley comes out and stares down Drew McIntyre on the ramp as the go home for WrestleMania. The Raw, the go home Raw for WrestleMania ends with a whimper. Disappointing, very disappointing conclusion to the show. Um, and yeah, that was Raw. It was, it was, it was just a typical Raw, wasn't it? It wasn't very good. I was going to give it a four out of ten. But because it's the go-on for Mania, you want it to be great. It just disappointed. I'm going to give it a 3. 3 out of 10 for this Raw. Match of the night goes to Drew versus Corbin, which, as I say, was a good match. But, yeah. So, for Raw, I don't think you need to go out your way to watch it. Obviously, if you sat through the show, I feel a bit sorry for you like I had to. But if you're just going to watch the clips on YouTube, probably watch the opening with a Drew promo. Maybe the Riddle Ali match and maybe this main event. But there wasn't anything you needed to see. There was no, That's what annoyed me. Usually, these go-home shows, that's where you do the killer promos. The killer promos to hype the match. We got a decent Braun promo and a decent Drew promo, which was made forgotten about by the shit that happened after it. So, yeah, it was a bit disappointing, I thought. And SmackDown, are they going to be able to build that much on that? I mean, half of the show is going to be two WrestleMania matches. I'm expecting an angle... With a trick, because it's a triple threat. We had Edge take out both the other week. Brian take out both last week. So, presumably, Roman will take out um, Edge and Brian this week. But, yeah. That was Raw. Reviewed it in, what, 20 minutes? That's all it needs. Um, yeah, so that was it. As I say, these Raw reviews, I, I'm trying to keep around 20 minutes for our Raw and Dynamite reviews. I have been known to babble on, so... Yeah. So, yeah, we do have a few comments. Um, we've got a few here. 3.6 million for the car. Deserved it. <laughs> 3.6 million to put that paid on. 3.6 million car that just leaded, just led to a nothing, nothing segment that didn't really matter. Ryan saying he feels that Miz and Morrison should split up. Yeah, I think Morrison can do better than the Miz, to be honest. I mean, he had, you go out at WWE, you have a hot run reasonably hot run in Lucha Underground with Impact, and then you just come back and you, you're the exact same guy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. As I say, we will be back tomorrow to do a quick stream preview and takeover. Thursday, Friday, we'll have reviews of both nights to takeover. I'm going to be a tired Teddy come Saturday after a SmackDown. Um, WrestleMania Saturday, Sunday night, so... Yeah, that's it. As I say, we'll be back probably around this time tomorrow. I can't promise to stick to times I am working throughout the week. But yeah, I'm about to go on a run. It's just started. It's been snowing this afternoon in Preston. The sun now seems to be coming out, though. But yeah, that was Raw. It's WrestleMania week's underway, so I'm sure we'll get more positive as the, as the week goes on. Takeover's looking rather juicy in it. So yeah, thanks everyone who took part in the chat. And thanks to everyone. Remember, subscribe to us on YouTube. 
Um, just search Daniel Ball Wrestling. Um, Apple Podcasts, search Daniel Ball Wrestling. The new branding for the podcast is underway. And I will be back tomorrow to talk the Hall of Fame. Any other news we've got going into Mania Week, I'm sure something will drop probably in the next 24 hours. I'm previewing it tomorrow's takeover. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, everyone, in the chat. Um, yeah, hit the thumbs up button. That'll give us a big help. You could hit that thumbs up button on YouTube. Um, and yeah, thanks everyone for listening and I will speak to you all tomorrow. See you later, everyone. Thanks.